0: Hello, Enlightened Tribe, welcome back. Hope everyone is having a beautiful day today. Let's get right into today's topic. And today we are talking about red flags and including the red flags when we ignore the red flags. What do they look like and the reason why? But before I do that, please, whatever platform you're listening to me on, Please follow me. It doesn't cost anything and you can also follow me on all social media. Black girls getting their shift together as well as follow me on, or subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's all free. Support your girl. Support your girl. All right, let's get into it. So, this was the... the um, what inspired me to make this episode is the show Ready to Love. If you all have seen that show, let me know. Talk to me. This is directed towards Morgan. And if you all know who Morgan is, she's the one that's... I'm really bad with remembering the names, but I think the two brothers that are chasing her or trying to win her heart, quote-unquote win her heart, are tony and linden morgan i can see why the brothers would want her she is beautiful and she's naturally beautiful i think she is and the two guys they're okay looking but one in particular tony his attitude is trash and i really mean when i say trash he is a walking red flag alright this brother is to me and apparently other people too because I listen to blogs and they say the same thing he has anger issues he's extremely insecure he does not know how to communicate to Morgan and there, there's so many other things let me think um yeah, he really isn't as confident as he comes off and that whole alpha male, that's a bunch of bullshit to me. I I mean, whenever I hear all of that and they act like little boys but claim I'm an alpha male, it literally makes me want to vomit in my mouth and wipe myself with glass toilet paper. That's how annoyingly I hear that. Because when you when you when you start to heal, you can really see people for who they are and you can see it in yourself as well. So in the end of the episode, well, in the middle of the episode, one of Morgan's friends, I think her name is Cynthia. She is beautiful as well. Cynthia, her girl told her that he, he's not good for her. She wants better for her. She wants better for her friend. And at the end of the episode, Uncle Tommy asked her, well, let me back up. Lyndon, the other guy that was chasing her, he told her that Tony is not good for you. And back to Uncle Tommy, he point, asked her point blank, do you see red flags in Tony? And she said yes. He asked her how many? She said two. But we all know that it's more than two. But you know what? Maybe her eyes she only saw two. But she she knew that there was more because they do not get along. I believe their toxicity is she's the one, she's the one that put Nair in her ex's hair. That's a whole nother conversation. But let me stay on track. Let me stay on track. So, Morgan knows that there are obvious red flags, red blankets. And this is not me saying, this is Morgan saying she is choosing to give him another chance because the heart knows what the heart wants. Girl, that is a freaking pre-trauma bond, if any. (laughs) You... We and I've done this. That's why I can relate. I believe sometimes we we're not healing, and we go from relationship to relationship. We jump from one, thinking we're gonna get over one by getting another man or woman that that is healing. When all we're doing is just compounding the pain, and there was no time to course correct and do some reflection. Why did the relationship end this particular way? What could I have done better? What What are the root patterns? No. But we'll claim it that, oh, this is my twin flame. This is my soulmate. This is my... G- girl. And I'm telling you all this because I wish someone would have told me when I was in my 20s and 30s and even in my 40s. And we, I feel that we fool ourselves And pretty much making a red blanket into pink roses. And that's not the case. She knows he's not good for her. But I feel that we fool ourselves into thinking something less and minimize what is really going on. Alright, so um, let me just... Some notes that I took hold on all right so here are some relationship red flags this is one of so many but i'm going to relate this to how tony and morgan and then i challenge you to see how it can relate to you whether if it was in the past now or maybe this is something you can course correct for the future because i it had me all in my feelings because i kept thinking about the times everything I'm about to list right now, how I could have done better as well. All right, so one relationship red flag could be an inability to resolve conflicts. If you have recurring arguments that are never resolved and your partner refuses to discuss certain issues or acknowledge your concerns, that is a red flag. Tony has done this. He has done this. Um, She, Morgan would bring up, how she felt, how he, she's told him, I do not like how you communicate with me when you're upset, when you're angry. And what does he do? He deflects, he minimizes what she says as if it's not a big deal and he will sidestep around her concerns. That's not And and then want to move on or say, look, I don't want to deal with this right now. I don't feel like I have to answer. That is not resolving a conflict. And (laughs) I'm sure if they had already had sex, I'm sure if he was the fucker really good and like that scene in Baby Boy, all that the complaining from what she had was going to go out the window. (laughs) Been there, done that. That's that toxic D, okay? All right, another red flag is controlling behavior or lack of trust. For example, if your partner wants to know where you are or who you are with at all times or insist on knowing your phone passcode before you're ready to share it, these behaviors reflect a lack of trust and respect. Now, that reminds me of that character in ready to love seasons ago named david he was a bundle of red flags i remember he he said that he felt like he should know his partner's passcode boy if you don't get out my face no 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 all right another red flag to include is you do not feel like you can fully be yourself And as a relationship progresses, you should feel more comfortable with your partner and share more of yourself. And it's a red flag if either you don't feel increasingly safe to share your experiences, interests, thoughts, or feelings, and you feel judged or criticized when you do and begin to hide or suffocate parts of yourself that your partner disapproves of. Woo! That made my hair stand up. Because I used to feel that I was fully present in my past relationships. Because I would tell them like it is. Okay? But it really was a bunch of fluff. Because I wasn't telling them how I really felt on the inside. And then when I did... My feelings were invalidated, I was gaslit, and because I did not know myself, I pretty much let someone else think for me. It just just looked different, but I couldn't see that back then. But right now, I could because I'm getting to know my true self, like the real true inner core of myself, and learning not to ignore my feelings. And dismiss my feelings because think about it if I'm dismissing my feelings, why would I expect someone else to validate my feelings? And see, um, let's pull back another layer of that onion if we want to keep it real. When I was growing up, my parents. My parents invalidated my feelings if I was... the Whatever the concern was as a child. I can't remember. That was so long ago. But I do remember feeling shut down a lot as a child. Well, why the fuck would I not think that as an adult? It was a practice. It was a habit to the point it was so embedded in my subconscious that I... I didn't know any better. I didn't. And it was... Oh, ignoring my feelings, dismissing my feelings, gaslighting myself, invalidating my own feelings came so natural to me. It literally was like breathing air or blinking. Goddamn! <laughs> but yet when I was in a relationship, I wanted my partner, I wanted him to be everything for me, but I wasn't even for my own stuff. I wasn't. Advocating for my own self. This is why it's important. You know, you all know I am big on therapy. I'm big on shadow work. I'm big on having people. I surround myself around people who uh, are trying to heal themselves as well. You know, Um, yeah, it's just. You get a different perspective. Let me tell y'all something. I was at this podcast about a week ago now. It seemed like everybody in that room was so enlightened. And Gigi, I don't know if you're listening to this podcast right now. Big shout out to Energy. Look her up on Instagram. But she invited me to her podcast. Let me tell you. Everyone in that room was so, they seemed very um, self-aware of their selves, if that makes sense. It just felt good. The energy was so good. So, I'm just saying all of that is, um, I just know in the past I've had friends, and I was some of the ringleader as well, On how to invalidate feelings your own feelings when you're in relationships but I also had a scarcity mindset as well all right another red flag is your friends and family members have expressed concerns about your partner or the relationship and certainly other people's opinions of your choice of partner aren't the end-all and be-all however Sometimes they notice red flags that you cannot see. And it's worth considering their their opinions, especially if multiple people who you respect have expressed concern. This goes back to being and surrounding yourself around people who are trying to have a lot more self-awareness about themselves, who are healing. Even if they haven't gone to therapy, just that they're working on themselves and working on increasing their emotional intelligence. I get, well, I knew Gigi. I know Gigi out of the people in that room. This is just an example. I know Gigi, right? At that podcast I was at last week. I, if Gigi, if I was in a relationship with the man and Gigi said, you know what, Urs, he is not for you. He, I just see this, this, this. And if some of the other people in that room would have told me the same thing, even though I didn't know them, but just how they navigate, I will want to listen to them. Because sometimes when we're in that trauma fog, you can't see, you cannot see some people for who they are because we're so dead set on holding on to a relationship that, let me peel back another layer. This is what I'm talking about. You ever have that friend where you told them something about their man and it was true, but the friend will turn on you instead of, you know what, my, my man did say this or he did X. It's easier to turn on the messenger because we're protecting that toxic ass relationship and that fear of abandonment and it's, it's triggering. So we rather focus on that 20% of the bullshit breadcrumbs that they give as opposed to that 80% that is toxic, that 80% of the relationship that is no longer serves you. Think about it. All right. Um, I, I really want to know you all's thoughts. Uh talk to me. You can log onto the Facebook group. I'll post a question. I'll have to do better by posting, but just to get your, your um, thoughts on this. And so there are some ways where we have all these that I talked about, what we ignore the red flags in our relationships. We also, this it's all about polarity, right? So now we have to start recognizing how The the red flags that we have within ourselves and how we ignore them. Meaning um, we can be extremely harsh on ourselves by constantly judging and criticizing ourselves. That leads to that perfectionism. Um, You don't feel good about yourself unless you ignore your own needs and take care of others. I know that sounds familiar because I, I know for black women, and I will speak for all of us, we are so easy and so ready to put other people ahead of our own selves, and we were taught from some of our older parents our older parents <laughs> from some of our toxic parents, I don't say toxic either, just from some of our older our parents that had Received the validation for most of their lives, and if you stand up for yourself, you're either being disrespectful or selfish when you're just being human. Girl, another red flag we ignore in ourselves is that whenever we take a break or rest, we fear it because we are scared of being viewed as lazy. And we don't communicate our boundaries or ask for what we need. But expect others to know. How the fuck are we supposed to have mind readers? And then we get pissed off. If that wasn't me. Because I can tell you everything. But when it comes down to it, I would expect my man to have known. And then I get pissed and then there's a whole argument. And then we repeatedly let others get away with hurting us because we make excuses for them out of empathy or for their circumstances. Again, we're laying down on the railroad tracks just to cushion that railroad track impact as opposed to getting out the way of the train. But we want to make it comfortable for someone else. You know, let's practice some uh, self-compassion for ourselves and treat ourselves with kindness and understanding and not be so hard on ourselves, okay? And another way that we can try to start the healing is to make time for our self-care. I'm not talking about candles and bubble baths. Those are nice, but I'm not talking about that. All of that is topical. I'm talking about going deep within and asking yourself those uncomfortable questions that do not feel good. That's that shadow work. Because if you don't address it, all you're going to do is keep repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. And before you know it, you're going to be in your... 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and you may even die repeating the same toxic patterns. So make yourself a priority. Take care of yourself and your own needs and not to put the needs of others before your own. Set boundaries. It's important to be clear about your needs and limits and not assume that other people can read your mind and set reasonable goals. Don't try to do everything on your own and know that other people can help you give tasks to other people and have faith that they can do them with well, well with their own practice. Learn more about yourself. Stop ignoring yourself. I, I've been a, a professional at that so it's gonna feel uncomfortable at first but it's really for your own good just learn to love yourself and spend time thinking about your own needs and wants and love and care for yourself make it a habit make it a ritual then it'll become a habit and then it'll be just as easy as breathing and blinking right then you can get the candles. <laughs> so I just wanna know you all answer, you can answer the questions. Nobody will see it, especially if it's on Spotify. Nobody will see the answers. But I'll post a question on um, what kind of red flags have you identified in yourself? And what strategies have you found helpful in working towards personal growth and your well being? Share your comments again. Please subscribe to my youtube channel and make sure you if this is message has resonated with you please follow me on whatever audio podcast you're listening on thank you all enlightened tribe i love you all very much